Want to be part of the Morning Blitz? Don't fight it. Tell me how you really feel. Send your thoughts to our text line at 785-899-2222. Continuing on our Wednesday program. Got about 9, 10 minutes left to go on our show here today. Once again, big thanks to Dan Lucero hopping on the program. Giving us his thoughts on college football week one. And also talking about the NFL season getting underway here with the Chiefs and the Broncos uh, shortly there. But uh, like I said, every week uh, the last few years we've done our Power Five, the College Football Power Five and the NFL Power Five. And so we're going to continue that trend uh, here this year as well. And so let's get to the College Football Power Five. Once again, it's the top five games I've got my eye on here in week number two of the college football season. Let's get to it. The Power Five. Number five. Number five. I am going to go with Texas A&M at Miami. I think it's the coaching and the situation that both these programs are in that entices me to make this game number five on my Power Five. You have a Davos, or sorry, a uh, you have a Jimbo Fisher team who has a new offensive coordinator in Bobby Petrino. They go out and they have a great showing against New Mexico. And Miami has a great showing against the other Miami in college, Miami of Ohio. But these teams haven't played each other. They were both teams that were disappointments last year. I think that's another reason that's why this game is can, is uh, can, interesting to me. So you have two semi-disappointing teams from a year ago with coaches that had to be pretty disappointed squaring off again this year. They played last year. I forget who won that game, but they played last year, uh, I believe, in Texas at Texas A&M. This time, they're now in Miami. Intrigued to see what this game is. Right now, the line's sitting at 4.5 in favor of Texas A&M on the road. I would say uh, probably, I think it's going to be a really close game. I, I'd say give me Miami to cover the 4.5. I don't know if they're going to pull the upset. Maybe it's a field goal game, something along those lines. All right, uh, moving on in the college football power five. Number four. Number four, we have Iowa and Iowa State. Love rivalry games. This is a great one over there between the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. Even though both teams weren't great on this previous Saturday, Iowa struggled against Utah State 24-14, but Utah State's a quality program. Don't want to take anything away from them. And Iowa State struggled with Northern Iowa. Remember, both of these, this finals will be called the Gambling Bowl because both of these programs have got problems in their athletic departments with athletes doing a bunch of gambling. So you have Iowa State, who doesn't have their quarterback, one of their top, uh, I don't think they're running back, don't have a couple of their best defensive linemen either. They're not, a, they're not a part of the program right now because of the gambling situation that they were in. Iowa, you know, a rebuilt offense with Cade McNamara and Eric All. Uh, they've got the interesting storyline with their offensive coordinator, Brian Ferentz, who his team has to average 25 points per game uh, this season in order for him to keep his job. Otherwise, he will be fired. It's a weird deal. And this game usually is very entertaining. Right now, Iowa, a four-point favorite. Give me the Hawkeyes to cover I just don't think Iowa State is going to be that good this year with so much unknowns at key position makings. They weren't going to be, but due to the gambling situation, that certainly uh, did not help. Number three. Let's get to number three, and that is Washington State hosting Wisconsin. Washington State hosting Wisconsin, to me, 
is a interesting game for this. You have two very high-powered offenses. Wisconsin, of course, switching from this run-powered game to now this this offense that can run and really throw it all around the yard. And Washington State is a team that really throws the ball well. So you have two teams averaging over 500 yards of total offense after their Week One victories. This is on the state. This is in Washington State at the Palouse. Last year it was a really good game between the uh, Cougars and the Badgers. I think we're gonna have another good game right now. Wisconsin six and a half point favorites. Give me Washington State to cover the six and a half. I don't know if they're gonna beat Wisconsin, but I think they can cover that. Very entertaining game with I think a lot of yards and a lot of points being scored between these two programs. Wisconsin at Washington State is number three. Number two. On to number two. It's going to be the biggest talked-about game probably in our listening region this week, and that is Nebraska at Colorado. Of course, Colorado, we all know, coming off, if not the win of the week, one of the top two biggest wins of the week at a Texer Texan uh, during the last segment talking about how you know Duke was a bigger win over Clemson. Not going to disagree. That was a great win by Duke. Huge win by Duke. Um, Colorado, though, with a really great win at TCU. Nebraska coming off a... Loss at Minnesota, another close loss to another opponent. Colorado's already talking a whole bunch this week about how, you know, we were taking this rivalry personally, and there have been so much, uh, you know, talk and and, and and love throats towards the Buffaloes, and, you know, there's tickets selling for over $2,000 now. I mean, it's crazy, and I'll be so intrigued to see what the atmosphere is like there at Folsom Field. Colorado right now, three-point favorites. I think that line could maybe grow a little bit. I like Nebraska to cover in this one. I think Nebraska finds a way to keep the ball away from the Colorado offense. Nebraska's defense is definitely better than TCU's. They're going to be able to tackle a little bit better in space, I think. Not saying the Cornhuskers win, but I think they can cover. I think that line will grow as the week progresses on. Uh, Just something about the way that everyone's showing love to Colorado Nebraska is going to work hard. I think they're able to cover in that game. Maybe pull the upset off, but I'm not going to go that far. All right, and on to number one. Number one. Number one team in the College Football Power 5 this week is the big game for everybody. That'd be Alabama hosting Texas. Texas coming off a 27-point win versus Rice. Of course, Alabama played, you know, uh, Alphabet State. Uh, It's the middle Tennessee State, but 56-7, a dominant win. Still some question marks maybe at the at the quarterback spot for Alabama, although Jaden Milrow looked really good. Three passing touchdowns, also had two rushing touchdowns. He's a great dual-threat quarterback. Quinn Ewers, solid performance, three touchdowns for him in the Texas win. Right now you've got Alabama with a seven-point favorite at this point in time. It was a close game last year. For some reason, I feel like Alabama is really, really going to be focused on this game, but Texas is supposed to be talented, so I've got Texas to cover. Once again, I don't know if they're going to win, but give me Texas to cover the seven points. I just feel like Texas is going to be right in this game again, maybe with the cheekiness to win it, but Alabama's home crowd might be the thing that puts them over the edge. So there you go, our college football power five. Number five, Texas A&M at Miami. Number four, Iowa at Iowa State. Number three, Wisconsin at Washington State. Number two, Nebraska at Colorado. And number one, number 11, Texas at number three, Alabama. Tap to a few other games. Like I mentioned earlier, Illinois, Kansas, really good game on ESPN2. That's at uh, 6.30 Central time. It'll be a great game, I think, between those two programs. 
Utah, Baylor. You know, Baylor got beat by Texas State, but, uh, you know, Baylor could be extra hungry. They're at home, and Utah looking like a really good team. I still think, though, the Utes covered the 7.5. Notre Dame at NC State uh, could be an interesting game. First real test for the Irish after two dominant wins over Tennessee State and Navy. And then the final one, Oregon at Texas Tech. I know that Texas Tech lost at Wyoming. Great win for Craig Bowles team. It was an unbelievably exciting game to watch and take in. Oregon, they'll put up 700-plus yards against Portland State. This could be a game where I think uh, it could be a little bit. Texas Tech's going to be extra motivated. Oregon's going to be good. I think it could be a very entertaining game. So tip of the cap to those games as well. All right. That is the college football Power 5. Let's... uh, Let's move on and get into the walk-off. A three-run walk-off home run. A game-winning walk-off with a walk-off. His second walk-off hit of the season. In walk-off fashion, that baby's gone. Quick walk-off here. Reminder, Rockies and Royals both in action today on AM790 KXXX for the Royals, AM730 Fox Sports Tri-State for the Rockies. And the only local sporting event going on today, that'll be Colby Community College Volleyball. They are hosting, or sorry, they are on the road at Pratt Community College looking for back-to-back wins in Jayhawk Conference play. Thanks to Dan Lucero. Thanks to you for listening. This has been a Wednesday edition of the Morning Blitz. We're back tomorrow in 23 hours. We hope to see you then. That's-